you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is the second in a series of live shows that I'm doing, broadcasting this live on LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube, and of course, onto our podcast, the Own Your Career podcast, to talk about what it means for you to own your career and give you some concrete advice and things that you can do to take ownership of your career and really take control of your fu- take control of your future just dropped something on my desk take control of your future now last week i talked about how owning your career starts with self reflection and self awareness i think this is the first step towards doing anything in your career making any big changes is starting with understanding who you are uh who you want to be what are your strengths weaknesses where do you want to go in your career and then starting to make a plan for how to get there. So we talked all about understanding yourself. This is a big thing that a lot of people, I think, don't really take the time to do. Why? Because we're always in reaction mode. We're always reacting to all the things that are coming our way, the emails, the phone calls, the text messages, the social media alerts, uh, you know, requests from our family, our spouse, our kids, you name it. There's a lot of things going on and it's rare for people to sit down and take time for themselves to really reflect on who they are and where they want to go to. And of course, to to do that, I recommend you you get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea tomorrow morning or sometime this week, find a quiet place where nobody can bother you and sit down for 30 minutes or an hour. I know it's a luxury to do that, but I think we can all find that space. For me, I get up early before my kids and my wife get up so that I have that quiet space to sit down and read a book, get out my journal and think about what I want to do with my day, my week, and sometimes the rest of my career. Now, we talked about that. You've done that. The next step is to set a vision for where you want to go in your career. Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? What do you want your career to look like in three, five, 10 years? Now, we don't always know what that's going to look like. We don't know where our career is going to take us. But what I have found is that the more clarity you have on your vision and where you want to go in your career, the easier it becomes to make a plan, to set goals, and to respond to opportunities and challenges that come your way. So if you want to achieve big things in your career, I think it's really important to sit down and write down what it is you want to achieve and get clarity on where you want to go and start to make a plan for how you want to achieve it. A vision can help guide you in making decisions and respond to those opportunities that come. What if your boss comes to you next week and offers you a promotion? Do you take it? Well, it might depend on your vision for where you want to go in your career and your values and how you want to work. What if uh, conversely your your company comes and says, I'm sorry, we're eliminating your position. Uh, We're going in a different direction. Now, all of a sudden, you've got an opportunity to maybe do something different. How do you respond to that? Where do you want to go? What if a recruiter calls you for a role that's similar to yours, but maybe a little bit different, different type of company? How do you respond to that? Well, if you know that you want to expand in the type of work that you're doing now, let's say you work in finance, you want to keep working in finance, you want to move up faster, and frankly, there aren't many opportunities at your current company, maybe you take that call. But if you have clarity on where you're going to go within finance in your own company, maybe you don't. And if you decided that, yeah, you're pretty good at finance, it works okay, but really you want to get into HR, 
when your boss offers you that promotion or that recruiter calls for that next job in finance, it's a little easier to turn that down and say, thank you so much. I appreciate it, but I'm actually trying to go a different direction in my career. And so I know this is not really aligned with where I want to go because I have this vision for what I want to do and where I want to go. And you want to stay aligned to that. The whole idea of having that vision is it's kind of our North Star to help guide us in the decisions we make because we live in a time of a lot of opportunities, a lot of changes, and things are going to be coming your way. Uh, and you've got to be ready for that. So it helps you decide on where you want to go and what you want to do when these opportunities come up. Um, once you get some clarity on this vision, it may help to get some feedback. You know, talk to your friends, talk to your colleagues about it. Hey, I've decided I want to do this big thing one day. What do you think about this? Uh, you know, get an idea of where they might see you going. Do they have ideas? Do they have feedback for you uh, in, you know, what you're putting down? And then if you feel comfortable and you have the type of relationship that allows this, if you have a manager, you have a boss, have a conversation with them. Sit down and say, can we have a conversation about my career? I've got this idea of where I want to go. I've written this vision down and I love what we're doing here in the work that we're doing. And I'd like to talk about where I can go longer term in my career and maybe get some advice from you on how I can get there. And hopefully you have a supportive manager who, um, you know, regardless of whether your vision is to stay with your group or your company or to go do something completely different, that they are supportive of you. Now, we don't always have that luxury, um, but if you feel like they're open to it, especially if your vision is to be successful within the company you work for now, then by all means, have that conversation because your manager probably has more power and influence than anyone else to help you achieve your vision, to help you get to where you want to go. So you want to have that conversation. Um, I had an offer once a couple of years ago from a very influential person in my industry who offered, called me and offered me to come work with him as a kind of an affiliate in his business to help him grow his business. And it was a really cool opportunity. It was kind of a dream opportunity at the time. Um, and had I gotten it maybe a couple of years earlier, I probably would have jumped on it. But at that time, I already had a very clear vision for where I wanted to go with my business and with the impact, my brand and the impact I wanted to make. And so I turned him down graciously, obviously, and said, thank you so much. This doesn't fit into the vision for where I want to go. I appreciate it. I hope we can collaborate on other things in the future. And I'd love to support you however I can. And of course he understood and went on his way and he's very successful and I'm doing just fine as well. The reason I bring that story up is because if I didn't have that clear vision, I would have probably hemmed and hawed about that decision for uh, days, weeks, maybe too long, not really known what to do. I might have taken it because I would have felt like, well, these opportunities don't come around that often. Uh, he's a very influential person. I should probably take advantage of this and not let this pass by when it doesn't at all fit into the vision where I want to go. Right. And it wouldn't have been wrong thing to take that opportunity because, you know, when it comes to things like that, I don't think there are any bad or wrong decisions, especially if you don't have that much clarity on what you want to do with your career. It's okay to go try things. It's okay to accept opportunities when they come your way and try them out and do it for a year or two. And maybe if it's not working, go do something else. There's definitely nothing bad about that. But I had the clarity of where I wanted to go. I knew what I wanted to do in my career. And so I was able to easily. Uh, and respectfully turn that opportunity down and go in a different direction. And I'm very happy I did, uh, you know, in building my business and doing what I'm doing. I love it and I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't do it any other way. Um, but without the clarity, it's hard to know what to do. So a vision 
can not only give us clarity and help us make decisions, but can really give us peace of mind, right? Because you have that answer when people ask you, what do you want to do? What are your goals? Where do you want to go? I ask that of friends sometimes because I want to support them. A lot of times people have no idea. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, a complete clarity on mine, but I'm always thinking about that and knowing, kind of have an idea of where I want to go down the line so that people can say, oh, that's what you're trying to do. Let me help you. Let me help you get into this organization or make this connection or do that sort of thing. The more clarity you have, um, the easier it is to talk to people about it. And of course, you want to talk to people about your vision and goals because you want to get help. And I wrote a chapter about that in my book. We have, uh, there's a chapter about vision, which is why we're talking about it. Um, but there's also a chapter about the importance of asking for and receiving help. I think many of us try to do everything on our own. We think we need to do everything on our own, uh, self-made uh, successful people, etc. But the truth is we need help. We like helping other people. And the more clear, clear and specific someone's goal and vision is or where they want to do, go, what they want to do, the easier it is to help them. You know, if someone says to me, you know, I, I talk to you and I say, well, what are you trying to do in your career? And you say, well, I want to be successful. I don't know what that means. It can mean different things to different people. I don't know what you're trying, what role you're trying to get into, what you're trying to do with your career. How can, there's no way for me to help with that unless you just want like general advice on success. But if you say, well, I work in finance and my goal is to be a vice president or CFO one day uh, and I'm working towards that, can you help me? Then I might have some ideas. I might say, oh, you know what? I, I know a CFO. Can I connect you? Maybe he can give you some career advice. I know a career coach who specializes in financial professionals. I know a lot of people who work in the finance industry. Do you want to talk to some of them? Um, I can ask you about courses and, and education that you might get. So we can get really specific about the advice and the connections and the things that could help you get to where you go when you are really specific about where you want to go. So how to set your vision? Because you know this is all about having one, but how do you set it? I talked earlier about the importance of self-reflection, self-awareness, understanding who you are. Consider your strengths and your weaknesses. You know, what are you good at? What are you not very good at? Quite frankly, be honest with yourself about both of those. We talked about that in our last episode. Um, know your values. So your values are the things that are most important to you. Now, we all have lots of things that we like and we identify with. Things could be like love and kindness and hard work and freedom and um, financial stability and health and fitness and relationships um, and fun and adventure. Uh, these are all different attributes, can, you know, characteristics, things that we might like. And we may say, well, I want all of these in my life. Well, your values, and if you've never done an exercise like this, you could Google it. There's not one I recommend over another, um, but I've done a few of these where you, you kind of narrow them down to your top five values. And your values are, your top five values are the things, yes, all these things are great, but what is most important to you, Right. Is it hard work? Is it achievement? Is it accomplishment? Is it fun? Is it freedom? Is it venture? Is it financial success and stability? Is it family? Um, is it health and fitness? These things can help drive you in where you want to go and what you want to do with your career and help drive your vision. So know your values because that can really help inform you. And then start to design your life. Think about where you might want to be, where you want to, what you want your life to look like in a year, in five years, in 10 years. And what will help you get there? What does your career look like? How much money do you want to be making? How much do you want to be contributing? How much do you want to be recognized? Do you want to work on your own, work for other people, big company, small company? All those things are important and things that you might want to think about. And you know, again, the visions may not work out perfectly, but the more you specific you can get designing that, 
the easier it's going to be to achieve that. Uh, the next step is to talk to friends and family. I mentioned this earlier. Get some feedback. Say, I'm, I'm designing this new idea of where I want to go in my career. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, you've observed the the work I've done or uh, how I like to be, you know, operate in the world. Like, what do you think of this? And caveat, it's important to get feedback and ideas from other people. However, uh, you do not have to listen to those things, right? Because everybody has their own things that they're considering, their own interests, um, that sort of thing. And uh, you, you know, they might have an interest in you doing something safer than you want to be or do you doing something different than you might want to do. Um, but, you know, if you go to good friends, you go to colleagues, they're probably going to give you some decent feedback, advice, ideas on who you are and where you might want to go. Uh, and uh, Rena, who's watching live, hi, Rena, says, I definitely talk to my daddy for feedback. I know you are big on that. Um, so yeah, who, who do you trust? Who do you admire? Who's a good, who's a mentor to you? Um, and who can give it to you straight and be like, oh yeah, you say you want to be a professional baseball player, Andy, but you're 41 years old. And like, let's be honest. <laughs> you never were that good of a baseball player in the first place. You probably not going to make it there. However, again, don't let anybody kill your dreams, right? Because if you really, really believe that it can be done, uh, go out and give it a shot because we have a long career. We have a uh, you know, only one life. And I want to try out the things that I want to try out, even if there are certain people that maybe don't believe in me. But you want to get that feedback uh, and get those ideas uh, from people. And then remember, as I mentioned, take it with a grain of salt. Have a conversation with your manager if you can. Again, if you have a manager, if you have that relationship, um, have a conversation with them about your vision and where you want to go. If you're running your own business, um, have a conversation maybe with some of your clients, uh, a mentor, a coach. Uh, hire a coach, you know, to give you ideas and feedback and guidance on this can be really, really helpful. I've had coaches and mentors uh, so many over the last few years I've been, as I've been building my business and my brand. And it has been so, so helpful to think through these things. Not to mention, uh, I talk to my wife a lot about where I want to go in my business and good friends. Uh, and so hopefully you have that person, that relationship, that good friend uh, who you can talk with as well. And then finally, write it all down and start making a plan. Start Right, you know, there are studies that show essentially that, uh, you know, having a goal is great, uh, but when you write it down, uh, there's a big increase in your chances of achieving that goal. And then if you tell somebody, there's another big increase in your chances of achieving that goal. So write it down and tell somebody, which we talked about already, and even ask them to hold you accountable. My goal is to be promoted uh, and be a director in the next six months by taking on extra projects, that sort of thing. Can you hold me accountable to that? I want to lose. Uh, 20 pounds and get fit or run a marathon by uh, going to the gym this number of days, et cetera. Can you hold me accountable to that? And people will help you and that will be more likely, you'll be more likely uh, to achieve your goals. And remember, this is all for you. It's not for anyone else. So get feedback, uh, You know, understand what opportunities are out there. People might throw things at you and say, well, have you considered doing this or that? Uh, but remember, this is you. This is for you. This is for your life. Uh, you don't have to do something for anybody else just because everybody else thinks that something is a hot you know, career to go into or your parents want you to become a, an accountant doesn't mean that that's what you have to do, right? This is you living life for you. I wrote about this in my book. There's a famous book uh, by an Australian woman named Bronnie Ware called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the number one regret, she interviewed all these people who were on their deathbeds, essentially in hospice, the number one regret of the dying was I did not live a life true to myself. And I think about that all the time. It drives me to make decisions, to live my life for me, live life on my terms, 
Uh, obviously, for my family, I owe to my wife and kids, I owe them that I'm living life for them as well. Um, but not for anybody else outside of that. Yes, I have a lot of great friends. I love and respect my family, my parents, my friends and my family, etc. Um, but I'm living my life for me on my terms because I don't want to ever let fear of judgment or rejection from other people hold me back from going out and doing the things that I want to do. And so I want to uh, give that to you as well. If you're setting a vision that feels a little edgy, feels a little risky, you know some people in your inner circle may not agree with it, uh, remember that you are living life for you and not for anybody else. Really, really important. Um, that's what drives me. So that's kind of the, the direction on setting your vision. What is your vision? Do you want to be CEO one day or CFO or vice president of finance? Do you want to uh, stay, do you want to be a stay-at-home parent? I know friends who are working, but their goal is to be a full-time dad or a full-time mom to stay at home. Um, do you want to run your own business? Do you want to change careers? Do you want to move up in the career that you're in right now? Uh, figure out what that is. Think about it. Do that, that self-reflection and then write those things down and then talk to a friend about it. If you don't have a good mentor or a manager that you can talk to, maybe hire a coach, a career coach or a life coach or a performance coach, an executive coach. Um, there are a lot of great ones out there and it can be really, really helpful to have that guiding light, that person who can help you along the way. And don't be afraid to invest in yourself and ask for help. That is how we get places faster. I've done a ton of that over the last few years and it just continues to pay off and pay off and pay off and pay off. Um, and as Rena said in the chat, it helps to get outside perspective sometimes because we get so, uh, wrapped up in our own heads, right? It helps to get that outside perspective. And then refine and get feedback and refine and get feedback and keep trying things with a growth mindset. And we'll talk more about mindset later. With a growth mindset, you believe that we can always try things. We can always improve. We can always get better. Uh, we know life is not going to be perfect. We know if we set this vision, it's not going to happen perfectly. You're not going to say in 10 years, I'm going to be CFO. And then one day in 10 years, boom, you're going to wake up and be CFO. Uh, life is a journey, right? There's going to be challenges along the way. The economy is going to change. The market's going to change. Your career is going to change. New opportunities are going to come up. That's okay. But the more clarity you have and desire and strong purpose, which we'll talk about in our next episode, uh, to help drive you, the easier it's going to be to get there. And I think you're going to be more fulfilled along the way, knowing that you're being intentional with what you're doing with your career uh, and that you have a lot of clarity on what you're doing and that you are doing it for you and you're not just reacting, responding to anybody else. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Again, my name is Andy Storch. My book is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. Uh, I have plenty of free resources on our website if you want to get uh, five steps to owning your career, uh, the top five most common career mistakes that people make, uh, as well as a copy of uh, a list of my morning routine. What do I do every morning when I get up to help set me up for future success? All of that is available on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. That's ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. Thank you again for watching and listening. And thank you, Farina, for tuning in and for all your comments. And I'll talk to you next time.